Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Gens & Associates podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Yang-Ayat, consultant and analyst for Gens & Associates, and I have with me today my dear colleague, Kelly Nat. Welcome, Kelly. Um, thanks for being here today to chat with me. Um, Kelly, I think most people probably already know who you are, and they're probably quite familiar with the work that you do, especially around structured data. But for those of the listeners who may not be familiar with everything that you do, um, why don't you give us a little introduction, please? Great. Thanks, Catherine. Hi, glad to be here. Um, so my name is Kelly Nat. I've been in the pharmaceutical industry for something creeping up on the 30-year mark. So I've been around for a long time. I actually started out in medical communications and I moved into IT where I wound up leading teams across R&D. So I got to see all the, the sort of different areas of R&D up until I landed in regulatory affairs back in 2007. And I've been involved in regulatory affairs ever since. Um, I moved to the business side in 2011 and I led teams um, in various companies, RIM and regulatory operations primarily um, until I went into consulting back in 2018. And I've been working with the GENS team and doing research and, and all of those sorts of things consulting since then. Um, a piece of my experience, which is a, a bit relevant to the conversation today that I'll just talk really briefly about, is you know when I was in IT, I got involved in a project where we were implementing um, a, an end-to-end -end global process that spanned from the manufacturing site all the way down into each of the affiliates at, uh, I was at Wyeth at the time, so a very large company, lots of affiliates. And as part of that project, so I was responsible for overseeing the implementation of the systems and the business processes and did a lot of work with the affiliate or, or country offices. Um, and so that's where a lot of my sort of background and interest in the topic that we're talking about today came from. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, you sort of jumped ahead there, but that's great because oh, sorry. Episode, no, not at all. This is great. I mean, so for our listeners, our episode today is, is going to be focused on the affiliates and solving the last mile. So everything that you just talked about, about, you know, how, what you were involved with at Wyeth, um, you, you can't see what I'm doing. This is a podcast, but every time I say solving the last mile, I like use air quotes for some reason. And, um, and it's a term that we've been using for, for, uh, quite a bit in the last year or 18 months, and that's definitely because of you, Kelly. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about what that means in a moment. Um, you know why this is important in terms of achieving global rim adoption, and of course, I want to spend some time at the end of this conversation to talk about our upcoming poll survey that will really dig into what needs to change in order to optimize affiliate engagement with headquarters to really improve performance in regulatory organizations. So Kelly, um, let's kick off the conversation um, by having you explain to us what exactly do you mean when you're talking about solving that last mile? Yeah, so the, the last mile is that space between um, really the, the headquarters systems, the headquarters business processes, and the affiliates or the country offices where they live. Um, and so what I, how I always would think about it was sort of when, you know, the bus drops you off, there's always that walk to the, you know, to the house or to the, you know, wherever it is that you're going. Um, and it's that space where things are different between what we think about and what we need at from a headquarters perspective and what the affiliates are actually living and, and doing every day. Um, and so that sort of metaphor has has shifted a little bit to be more of the train station because that actually works a little bit better 
as a metaphor, um, but it's that it's that space between that space that we're not really thinking about because it's actually different for each affiliate for each person who's you know getting off the train or getting off the bus they're all going to a different place and and that that's where it gets really complicated yeah i um i remember at the recent um dia rsidm you talked about this right and i remember listening to you talk about the train station versus bringing people home and i think for someone like me who is maybe not as familiar with how these local operating companies um you know work and how they sort of interact with headquarters it's not totally clear to me, like, what exactly is the train station versus, you know, is that the rim system that's being deployed globally? And how do you how do you actually start bringing people home? Yeah. So when we when we think about the the systems, the enterprise systems that we implement really all across the enterprise, but specifically here in regulatory, we're talking about rim systems. Um, we're implementing a global system that's implemented typically by some headquarters organization. And it's ordinarily we're thinking about the corporate requirements, the corporate business process or, or headquarters business process, the headquarters data requirements. What is it that we need to be supporting? What information do we need to be collecting? And we, we tend to be thinking about that from a headquarters perspective um, rather than thinking about the affiliates and kind of meeting them where they are, that last mile, that space between our headquarters systems and the affiliates, where they are, where they're working day to day, what their day to day experience is. Um, and it's really in that last mile where um, we win or lose the effectiveness and the quality of input from our affiliates. Are we thinking about what it is that they need in order to be able to be successful using the this system that that we've created and um, and have made available to them. Yeah, I mean that 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 makes sense. That's kind of interesting. I mean, do you, again, you know, what do you think is? Um, well, I guess this is a two part question, right? Like, what are some of the major disconnects between you know the affiliate workforce versus the headquarter workforce? I know you explained a little bit just now about how you know oftentimes the um, these systems are deployed where you know headquarters aren't thinking about the affiliate needs in mind, but like you know just how different are sort of the ways of working, and you know what's what is it what is it that you think is missing um, to to sort of make that space um, a little you know a little narrower. That yeah, so makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense. Um, and there, there's a couple of different things. Some of them are are sort of system based, um, and some of them are just more about the affiliate experience, sort of in general. So, the systems themselves, when we're designing these systems, very often we're not really thinking about local needs, um, and those needs can be very individualized by country. So things like local regulatory tracking requirements. Um, some countries need to be tracking, for example, implementation dates for variations or pricing and reimbursement activities, or there are other sort of individual localized regulatory tasks that need to be managed that aren't necessarily supported by the, you know, by the, by the global system. And so what winds up happening is those affiliates need to be able to keep track of those things. Those are really critical for them to be able to retain the registration in their country and keep that product viable in their country. And so they've got to have a way to manage that information. And so they find other ways to manage it. And sometimes those other ways become their sort of primary place that they're managing their re local registration information. And then our corporate system, our headquarters system becomes 
sort of secondary and becomes an administrative task that that affiliate needs to fulfill in order to meet, you know, the, the headquarter requirements, but it's not really helping their day to day. Other things, other gaps in the, the corporate systems are things like um, integrating with other systems within the affiliate. When we've got larger affiliates, they might need to be able to integrate with other systems and, and that might not be possible from a headquarter system. And then things like single country products in, in some countries will have um, products that are really only marketed in in that particular country. And so that might not be of interest in the central system, but that information needs to be managed somewhere. Right. I mean, especially when we talk about end to end, right? Like all, all, everything mm-hmm. should be connected. So so I guess my next question sort of leads to like, what is the role of the software solution vendor in helping sort of solve this last mile, given that, you know, if local, if the affiliates are using their own little local tools and whatnot, you know, because the centralized systems aren't meeting their needs, do you think vendors are thinking about how to, how to help solve the last mile? You know, like what, what can or should their role be? And, you know, are there, are there vendors out there who are starting to, to put together or design solutions with this in mind? Yeah, I mean, I I think this is becoming a more and more common topic. And I think, you know, as regulatory organizations have globalized over, you know, the the past many years, their systems and their processes and really kind of folded the affiliate into um, that sort of day to day kind of kind of work and, and, you know, the, the system deployment and all of those sorts of things, I think the software vendors are starting to um, take this a little bit more seriously. And I think we'll start to see improvements there. Um, but things like um, uh, usability for infrequent users and, you know, anybody who's used a registration management system knows that it is just inherently complicated. Registration data is inherently complicated, and those systems can be very, very challenging to use if you're not in there day to day and thinking about, well, how does how does this you know how does a product relate to a registration relate to the details associated with you know all of those kind of pieces. So making that a little bit simpler, I think, is something that um, we'd like to see the software vendors really take seriously, and and I think they probably are, and hopefully we'll start to see that. Things like supporting some of those local requirements and maybe making some um, capabilities for there to be a little bit of flexibility at the affiliate level so that they can tack on um, information that they need to be able to to manage. And also just making sure that there's benefit for those affiliate users, that they're able to get that data out of the system that's useful for them in a way that's useful for them. And that might be different than what sort of headquarters level reporting and analytics might look like. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I know in our research, we talk a lot about effectiveness versus efficiency. And it seems that like, you know, local, these these like affiliates have been able to really, um, you know, found ways to be effective, but however, it's probably not that, it's not super efficient, right? Um, Because they're putting a lot of effort um, into tracking like parallel systems and doing things differently because they have to. So I think it'll be interesting um, um, actually for this, the last thing that I sort of want to talk about, which is about the new research that we have um, that we're currently developing that's really aimed at getting the voices of these affiliates. Um, our 2023 Optimizing Affiliate Engagement to Improve Performance of Key Regulatory Activities um, survey. This this is a new study that we're doing. It's opening in May. Um, it's going to run through early summer. I think it's closing sometime in mid-July before everybody you know, gets vacation brain. Um, 
I think it's going to be a really interesting study um, because one of the main questions that we have and what our research community wonders about is, you know, what really needs to evolve, right, in order to optimize affiliate engagement. And we think that the key to that is being able to understand exactly how an affiliate works, what their work environment is like for them, and what their needs are. So um, I don't know if you wanted to add something more to that or, um, you know, at least for, for me, when when, we're, when I'm speaking with our core research team and we've spoken to many regulatory leaders in our research community, and it's always like, yeah, you know, this is kind of a tough nut to crack in terms of like, you know, um, the affiliate engagement and, and sort of this last, last mile, right? But how do you make something better when you're not really sure like what to measure just yet? So uh, I'm super excited about the affiliate research. Um, this is something that I've, you know, as I talked a little bit about when I, when I gave my intro, this is um, an area where I've been working since really 2008. Um, and I've seen some improvement over the years, but there's a lot of a lot of work still to be done. And I think it's really about understanding what's happening at the affiliates. And so I'm super excited about this research that we're doing and what it's going to surface and what it's going to um, enable headquarters organizations to understand as they're thinking about global systems and they're thinking about that last mile and it will give a little bit of color to what is that last mile? What does it look like? What do I need to be thinking about? How do I have those conversations with my affiliates to improve the systems so that we can get um, you know, more efficiency, better effectiveness, enabling the affiliates to do what it is that headquarters needs while recognizing, you know, some of those other challenges that they have, you know, in at their sites or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But like, um, yeah, there's, I, I'm really excited about this research, too. And I feel like there's a lot of things that we can kind of like, explore and kind of go into. But, you know, what kind of data or learnings do you think companies will be most impacted by, right, to really sort of help you know, make some movement on some traction on this solving the last mile. Yeah. So I think, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at a lot of things in this research and we're still designing it now, um, but we're going to be looking at things like um, how much time's being spent on headquarter requests, what kinds of additional regulatory works being done at the affiliate level. What are those barriers that the affiliates see um, to their own success in using the headquarter tools and processes um, and I think that, that that's going to, you know, when, when we were designing this, um, starting to think about the design of the survey and we were thinking about, well, what is, what is our perspective on this survey? And it, we're, we're going to be looking for affiliate offices from the companies who are participating in the survey to be completing it. So we're going to be getting that direct voice of the yes. affiliates. And so is this a survey that's from the perspective of the affiliates? And it, and it, it is, that's the data that we're gathering um, but one of the things that we talked about was kind of what is the perspective that we're bringing to it? And it's actually a little bit of a headquarters perspective. And what, what we mean by that is that we're helping the headquarters folks kind of understand the context and some of the detail behind that context and the data behind that context in order to enable them to start to have a little bit of a different kind of conversation with the affiliates and a little bit of a different relationship with the affiliates and sort of bring to the fore what the specific affiliate sort of challenges are um, in handling those, you know, sort of headquarter requests and those headquarter requirements and, and all of those sort of things that happen when we implement and deploy global processes and, and systems. 
I think it's going to be really interesting because, you know, um, like you said, we'll get all this information about the affiliates to help headquarters understand how they need to sort of engage with them differently, perhaps. But I think it'll be interesting to see currently how affiliates are engaged with like things like such as the process design. You know, are they actually involved with any sort of software configuration decisions? Are they part of a change management um, network? All those things just to understand how affiliates currently sort of work with them, you know, global or headquarters will be very interesting um, to, to learn about. So Kelly, thanks so much for spending a few moments of your time with me and our listeners and really sort of sharing your thinking and expertise on this topic. Um, I think, again, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I know was one of our major headlines in our 2022 world-class RIM study. And so um, uh, it'll be interesting to kind of explore some more about it. I think as companies reach that tail end of the current modernization cycle, optimizing affiliate engagements can be really critical for long-term success and being that true high data quality organization that we keep talking about, that most companies aspire to be or want to continue being. So for our listeners, you can find all the information you need about our new survey on our study website, which you can access from our company page. Again, our survey is going to open up in May. Um, You can actually go to the website and enroll now. Um, through the website or by contacting us, and we'll send you all the information um, that you need to get started. So um, thanks again, Kelly, for being here. Uh, Thanks very much again for listening um, for our listeners, and we look forward to having you all back in the next episode. Cheers, everyone. Thanks so much.